Homage to the Blessed One, the Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Homage to the Blessed One, the Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Homage to the Blessed One, the Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Welcome to all the monks and novices and blessings in the Dhamma to all the laity from your centres that have come together for our regular Dhamma session. These days we can see that the world is very developed. There is much technological advancement. Communications and transportation around the world is very quick. There is much convenience and ease. But as we know, material development means that darkness also develops. This means that decline follows as well. In some places, there are infectious diseases that spread, like we know at the moment in the city of Wuhan, where the outbreak of the coronavirus started. There were 5 million people who travelled by airplane from Wuhan city. Each person wouldn't have known if they had the virus inside them and were infecting others. By going to different cities, they were taking this virus around to all the cities around the world. And this led to the problem the world is facing now. All of us live together in this world. We share happiness and we share suffering. Being born into this world, we aren't happy or suffer alone, but we share it with others. Like if the economy in one's country is good, then the people there with money can travel abroad. The other cities around the world gladly accept them because it helps that country's economy improve. The people there earn a living and can share it with others. The ones travelling share their resources and use it to visit other places and they gain happiness and feel good in return. But being born into this world, this world it has different diseases that are prepared to damage the human body. And the more that humans harm the lives of other living beings, then the more the world becomes like an animal realm. If we consume food in a way that isn't right, then viruses can arise as well, and it can come to harm human beings too. And this was so even in the Buddha's time. Though back then, when the disease was spreading in that city, like the outbreak of cholera, the people fled away to another city and the virus didn't really follow. But in the present day, the virus arises in one country and in no long time it spreads quickly to other countries all around the world. And this is due to the development of transportation around the world. Yet we can see that the people who get infected with the coronavirus, not all of them die from it. Those who have a strong body, have good immunity, no regular illnesses, no problems with breathing or their lungs, or of a younger age and physically strong. They may have the immunity to resist diseases. And even though they may become infected by a virus that is capable to quickly take away one's life, they are able to recover if they receive prompt treatment. So the strength of this body is important. If we are strong or we aren't strong, it will likely be up to one's merit and karma that one has done before. For example, those that don't have the karma that one must die early, then they will have strong health 
and can resist this virus, or they won't meet with the people who are infected with the virus. And it's important that the mind is also strong. If the mind is strong, then it will have the power to fight against sicknesses and diseases. This is important. And even if one can't overcome the illness, one's mind won't be affected. It will just affect the body. And the mind will have the strength to look after itself well. This means there is mindfulness and wisdom to look after the mind. And this virus today didn't only arise in this year, but in past years there were incidents similar to this as well. Even in the Buddha's time, there were also cases of outbreaks of infectious diseases. And the people who lived in those places would move their homes to live in another city. It would be very chaotic. The city of Vesali, during the Buddha's time, had much prosperity. Vesali was located in the kingdom of the Lichavis, governed by a group of kings, that we could say was the first oligarchy in history, or some say that it was similar to a democracy. The city had strong foundations because the kings who managed the country had unity, harmony and goodwill to each other. They had respect for those who had virtue, like their teachers and parents. No harm came to women. They had an attitude of sacrifice for the greater good, and there was generosity and merit-making practiced regularly. And the Lichavi kingdom's capital city was more prosperous compared to all the other cities of the other 16 kingdoms of the continent. And one day an incident arose similar to what we are having this year around the world. We can see that places have problems with drought. Rice plants, grass, various trees lack water, which is a big problem. And this year there are very bad fires in different continents. And in Thailand there is drought, which is a big problem for agriculture. And in the past, in the Lichavi kingdom, it was similar. There was drought. The rice crops died and there was a food shortage. The people had nothing to eat. The poor people who had nothing to eat died. And the wealthier people didn't share with others. And they left the corpses outside for a long time. And soon diseases arose. And after these diseases arose, then what happened? It spread. The people that were strong and the people that were sick, they were infected with the disease. And more and more people died. And the corpses were left to rot out in the open and in the water. The city was full of people who had died. And the people thought that this must be happening because the king who was leading the country had no more virtue. And so this rumour spread, but in the end they couldn't find any fault with the king as he was virtuous. And there was one minister who was wise, and he said that the Lord Buddha had great barami and a lot of psychic powers. They should invite the Buddha to come here and to solve the problem they were facing. And one of the kings of the Lichavi named Mahali was close to King Bimbisara. And so they chose an ambassador to go to ask permission from King Bimbisara to invite the Buddha to come to Vesali city. King Bimbisara said that if the Buddha wished to make the journey, then he would allow it. So they approached the Buddha 
and asked for his compassion, and the Buddha kindly accepted to travel. But he said to ask King Bimbisara first, and King Bimbisara agreed. And the king sent the Buddha off on his journey. He had a boat splendidly adorned, and sent the Buddha off by walking into the water up to his neck, and he kept his eyes on the Buddha until the Buddha had left his sight. And the Lichavis on the other side, they also had a deep affection for the Buddha. They adorned themselves to receive the Buddha. And when the Buddha reached the front of the gate of the city of Vesali, due to the power of the Buddha and the Buddha's Barami, a great miracle arose. There was a great rain which poured down, the type that flooded the whole city and washed away all the corpses and all the disgusting things away to the Ganges River. And the Buddha told Venerable Ananda to learn the Ratana Sutta, like what we chant that begins with Yang Kinchi Witang Idawa Hurangwa Sakesu Wa Yang Ratanang Panitang Natno Samang Ati Tatakatena Idampi Bute Ratanang Panitang. And the Buddha sat in meditation and spread metta until it became bright. And then the Buddha took the blessed water and sprinkled it around the entire city until it was also bright. And the next day, Vesali city reverted back to its original state, and the people had their normal lives and happiness back. This was after tens of thousands of people had died from this disease. And the kings of the Lichavis offered to the Buddha to use as a residence the Salapa Mahawana, which was a pavilion hall in a sacred forest. This Salapa Mahawana was a very important residence of the king of the Lichavis. This was the place that King Ahsoka built an Ahsoka pillar, and it was the location of the second Buddhist council. This Salapa Mahawana was also the place where Mahapajapati Gotami ordained as a bhikkhuni. So here the Buddha had Venerable Ananda chant this sutta, and well-being arose to the Lichavi kingdom. All the diseases and illness disappeared. The people gained faith in the Buddha and as a refuge, and after listening to the Buddha's teaching, a great many saw into the Dhamma. And there was also once in Sri Lanka, during the reign of King Upatissa II, when a famine and plague had spread, and the king invited the Sangha to recite the Ratana Sutta, and all the famine and plague subsided and disappeared. But in this present day, there are some of the countries which don't have the faith to that extent, and also the Sangha of monks is difficult to find, and not like in the past. So what should we do? We have to use the methods of science. As science advances, there are vaccines developed, or there may be alcohol that could kill the virus, though this may not have that much effectiveness. But if there was a great rain that could cleanse the whole city, this could help a lot and ease the difficulties, that is if it really poured a lot. But however it is, may China that has this virus and disease, may they find a vaccine. May the public there and around the world be safe from all illnesses. May we all help to spread a mind of metta. 
May we and others be safe and free from dangers. May it be so. And we should strive to have a strong body. It's not just because of the coronavirus in the present, but there may be other sicknesses as well. If we have a strong body that has more immunity, then our lives will have happiness. Like the monks have given the blessings, Ayuto Palato Diro, it's a blessing to give us strength of body and mind. May you have happiness and strength. This is an excellent blessing. It's from the speech of the monks who are determined to practice Dhamma. The strength of the mind is an excellent blessing. The monks who have practiced well and the monks who have good sila, they have spiritual power and this power of their mind is sent to us and we can have happiness, peace and strength of mind arise in us. Or when we chant, it's the same as well. We chant the Puritas and we have strength of mind and we gain Barami. This is because what we are chanting is praising the great virtues of the Buddha who has great Barami to the Dhamma and to the Sangha, those that have purity of mind. If we chant and the mind becomes peaceful, we have samadhi, the body will adjust to become more balanced. The water element in the body will become better molecules. This is to do with an important aspect of the mind that is peaceful and that has samadhi. So this chanting the puritas has great power and many benefits. And if we practice bhavana and meditate a lot and gain peace, we can overcome sicknesses as well. I want to share with you a story of one disciple of a distinguished meditation monk in Chiang Mai. This layman had stage 4 cancer in the bone, so he didn't try to treat it anymore and went to go stay in the monastery to meditate and practice fully. He fought against the pain and illness, until at times he thought he wouldn't make it. Sometimes his screams would fill the whole monastery, and he even wanted to commit suicide. He thought many things as his mind was chaotic, but in the end he struggled with it fully, and from the parami of that revered monk and of the Buddha Dhamma Sangha, and of his great efforts and striving, his firm refuge in the triple gem, peace arose in the mind. His mind gathered together and it became all radiant. The sickness, his stage 4 cancer, slowly eased, diminished and eventually disappeared. And he is still alive to this day. And it's amazing that the Dhamma can treat sickness like this. So whatever the case may be, if it's to the end and we have no other refuge, then we have to hold on to the Buddha, Dhamma, Sangha as our highest refuge. We chant and meditate and become determined to make the mind peaceful. Because if the mind is all over the place and worried, then the sickness is aggravated. If our mind is firm and has peace, the mind is firm like this layman's was, the sickness may disappear. And even if it doesn't disappear, the mind is pure and peaceful. And the mind will go to a good place for certain. Be determined like this. May you build your goodness first. All the goodness that you are doing now each day is for the purpose 
to be able to be used in times of need. When it's a time of need, our mind will have the strength of sila, samadhi and panya, morality, concentration and wisdom, and that of bhavana, meditation. And it will be able to fight against the sickness. This is important. But however it is, may you have good health, strength, without lack, and have a long life, and can stay and build your parami until the end of your lifetime. May all the monks and laity see and understand the Dhamma of the Buddha. May you meet with ongoing success and prosperity. May you grow in blessings.